Hello, and welcome to the podcast of First Congregational United Church of Christ in DeWitt, Iowa. I'm Pastor Chris, and no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here, and we are glad that you are here. A little bit of housekeeping here at the top. Last week, I let you know that at the end of the year, at the end of 2022, we would be ending this podcast. This podcast is something that we started during the pandemic, and we hoped that it would grow over the years, and it just kind of hasn't. So given the amount of work that it is and the amount of cost that it entails, especially when there's just kind of one person doing it, it seems like it has kind of run its course, which is something that happens to ministries. But when I announced that last week, I wasn't looking at the weeks ahead. And next week is the children's Christmas program. And the week after that is Christmas. And that means that there won't really be any material for the podcast for the next couple of weeks. Which ends up meaning that this is the last episode. So... Thank you very much for listening, and thank you for being a part of this. We will archive the old episodes so that they'll still be available, and of course, new material will be available on our YouTube channel, so I invite you to go over to that. If you need the link, you can find it on our website, uccdewitt.org. That's U-C-C-D-E-W-I-T-T dot O-R-G. Thank you so much for listening. And with that, let's get started. Let's take a moment to prepare ourselves for worship, to prepare our minds and bodies, our spirits and our spaces to come before our Lord and Savior. And we will do that by taking three deep breaths. Take one deep breath and become aware of God's presence all around you. No matter where we are, we are surrounded by the love of God. Take a second deep breath and be filled with a spirit of gratitude for this opportunity to be together. Even though we are not all listening to this at the same time, and even though we are not all in the same place, when we are together in worship, we are united as one body by one Holy Spirit, and for that we can be grateful. And take a third deep breath and lay aside any thoughts or feelings that might stand in the way of being fully present in worship for the next little while. Obviously, if you are listening to this while you are doing something else, please pay the attention that you need to pay to that. But otherwise, try to move some of those thoughts out of your mind and set them aside so that you can be fully present here and now.
Praise the Lord, O my soul, for happy are those whose hope is in the Lord. The Lord, the Lord executes justice for the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. They set the prisoners free and open the eyes of the blind. They lift up those who are bowed down and watch over the vulnerable. Praise the Lord, O my soul, for happy are those whose hope is in the Lord. Let us pray. We do not put our trust in earthly princes, O God. All of them one day fade away. We put our trust in you, who reigns for everlasting to everlasting, who calls worlds into being and keeps faith forever. As we gather in worship, may our praise ring out. And when it is time to return to the world, may we go out following in your way, that all creation might come to know its Savior. Come and worship the Lord. Come and worship the God who reigns forever. Our reading today is from the book of Isaiah chapter 42. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burnt wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth. And the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, that wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey season when we... You know, every Advent I get into this rhythm. Each of the sermons connects to a candle. Each of the candles connects to a theme. And the theme guides us through the season right up to Christmas. And I end up starting each sermon in each Advent in a similar way. I just switch out the theme for the theme of the week. Most years that means that Advent is the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey season when we practice hope or peace or joy or love. This year, because I'm trying something a little bit different, Advent is that wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey season when we wait and prepare and... I don't want to get ahead of myself. But this week, our word is witness, and that throws things off just a 
little bit, just enough. Advent is the season when we witness in holy anticipation right now in the present an event that happened so long ago, it's easy to imagine that it never happened at all. When Christ laid aside glory and came into the world as one of us among a dispossessed people in an occupied land to parents who couldn't find a decent place to stay for the night, except that we don't. We hear the story. We might even believe the story. We might even root our lives in the story. But the angels do not come to us on a hillside. And we do not see a star hanging over a humble hamlet in Judah. And we do not walk up to a manger and witness the Christ child. And... Advent is the season when we witness, in holy anticipation, right now in the present, an event that has taken so long to happen that it's easy to imagine that it will never happen at all, when Christ will return to the world in glory and usher in God's reign of love and destroy the powers of death forever. Except that we don't. We hear the promise. We might even believe the promise. We might even root our lives in the promise. But the clouds do not part, and the heavens do not open, and we do not stand before the Son of Man seated on a throne surrounded by angels and witness Christ as he judges the world with mercy. And, Advent is the whole long right now in the present between those two events. Those two events that we have heard about, but we have not witnessed. When we ponder how we are supposed to live here and now in the in-between, when all that we have is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, Today is the second Sunday of Advent, the third Sunday of Advent, in fact. (laughs) That wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey season when we... Our reading today is from the book of the prophet Isaiah. And it's a wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey book. On the one hand, we can read this book in a secular and scholarly style and divide it into three parts more or less. The first part, written when the Assyrian Empire was expanding and marching inexorably toward Jerusalem. The second part, written after the Babylonian Empire had devoured the Assyrian Empire and captured Judah and sent its people into exile. And the third part, written after the Persian Empire had overthrown the Babylonian Empire and let the Jews go home and rebuild the temple and start again. On the other hand, we can read this book in a religious and faithful style and still divide it into three parts, more or less. The first part, addressed to people before the Assyrian Empire. The second part, addressed to the people during the Babylonian exile, 
and the third part addressed to the people after the Persian Empire had let them go home. And either way, our reading today is firmly in that second part. The people are in exile. The people are in the in-between. What was is not anymore. And there are people who did not live in what was. There are people who do not remember it. And what will be is not yet. And there are people who are not interested in what will be. There are people who cannot see it. And that is when a voice cries out. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I've put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. We are in the in-between. I mean that in a big way. We are in between the thing that was and the thing that will be. We are in between Christ come into the world as one of us and Christ come into the world in glory. And that is a hard place to be. Because it means being from a kingdom of love that has not yet blossomed while living in a world that is utterly broken. It means straddling the line between the world as it is and the world as God is calling it to be. And it is tempting to assimilate to the brokenness that is and abandon the kingdom that is not yet. It is tempting to go along to get along and not make waves and just figure out how to live unnoticed and invisible in exile. But I also mean that in a small way, or at least a smaller way. We are in between the thing that was and the thing that will be. We are in between the first congregational United Church of Christ that loved, that was, and the first congregational United Church of Christ that God is calling into being. And that is a hard place to be. Because for some of us, it means sharing space with people who do not remember what was. While we grieve the things that we miss. And for some of us, it means sharing space with people who cannot see what will be while we strive to do a new thing. And it is tempting to give up. It is tempting to walk away if what was is not again, to find another community that feeds our nostalgia for the church that we remember. Or it is tempting to walk away if what will be does not come fast enough, to find another community that has already blossomed into something new. It is tempting to assimilate to the brokenness that is and treat churches, those little consulates of the kingdom, as consumer goods. To abandon the ones that no 
longer are the ways that we want them to be, and to look for the ones that are already the ways that we want them to be, and to repeat that process again and again and again. And it is in those in-betweens when a voice cries out, I am the Lord, I have called you in righteousness. I've taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, give light to those who sit in darkness. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, that wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey season when we witness And it is true that we are not witnesses to what was. We weren't there then. But we are witnesses to the story. And it is true that we are not witnesses to what will be. We aren't there yet. But we are witnesses to the promise. And that matters. That matters so much. Because this broken world, This world where people live in crushing poverty. This world where climate change threatens entire communities. This world where oppression and marginalization, where violence and the threat of violence are the lived realities of countless people. This world that is full of dispossessed people living in occupied lands. This world that is full of people who cannot find a decent place to stay the night or a safe place to spend the day. This broken world needs the story of what God has done for us. And this broken world needs the promise of what God is calling into being. And this broken world needs to know that there are people who, even if we have not been to the mountaintop, even if we have not seen the promised land, are co-conspiring with God to make that promise a reality. There's one last piece to this. Last week, I told you that we prepare for Christ to come into the world by serving the Christ who is already in the world in every pleading face and outstretched hand, and that was half the truth. This week, I am telling you, that we witness for Christ by being Christ to friends and neighbors and strangers and enemies and everyone. We are witnesses for Christ by being the body of Christ in this world. The reaching arms, the healing hands, the teaching words, the running feet, the loving hearts of our Lord and Savior. We are witnesses for Christ By bringing good news to the poor. By proclaiming release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. By setting free the oppressed and declaring that God's reign of love is blossoming in this world even now. And when people ask why we do all of that and more, when people ask why we stand up and speak out, When people ask why we are willing to endure hardship, even to the cross and the tomb, for the sake of the least of these, 
We are witnesses for Christ when we tell them, because Christ did the same for us. And if we do this for each other, then we just might discover that Christ has been here among us in the in-between this whole time. This is the third Sunday of Advent. That wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey season when we witness. Today is the third Sunday of that season when we ponder how we are supposed to live here and now in the in-between. And part of the answer to that question is that we wait. And part of the answer to that question is that we prepare. And part of the answer to that question is that we witness. Not to the things that we have heard with our own ears, but to the story that we have been told. And not to the things that we have seen with our own eyes, but to the promise that we have been promised. And not simply by telling people that Christ is coming, but by showing people that Christ is here. That the former things have come to pass, and what, is, what was is no more that new things are being declared. And behold, a new world is springing forth. Please join me in a moment of silent reflection. Please join me in the spirit of prayer. God of story, who has done such wondrous things, even things that we have not seen, things that we have only heard. And God of promise, who will do such wondrous things, even things that we have not seen, things that we only live in hope of. We live in this in-between. We live in this in-between sure of what you have done and waiting in holy anticipation for what you will do. Give us courage in this time. Give us faith in this time. Let our very hearts trust in you. Let our work be co-conspiratorial with you. Help us to see all of the things that you are doing around us and the ways that your kingdom is already blossoming, that we might tend it and nurture it until it fills this whole world, when perhaps we will realize that you were here all along. Lord, we come before you with so much stuff, things that weigh on our minds and our hearts and our souls, Things that are wonderful weights and things that are hard weights. Joys and worries, certainties and doubts, celebrations and periods of mourning. And everything in between and beyond. And we want to let go of it. We want to hand it to you in prayer that you might take it. 
that you might be joyful with us and mourn with us, that you might humble us and exalt us, that you might celebrate with us and cry with us and do everything in between and beyond. And so, O God, we ask that you hear these, the prayers of your people. Prayers of thanksgiving for our community as they support the referral center and make sure people have what they need during this holiday season. Prayers of thanksgiving for the generous spirit that is all over this season and prayers that it might last all year long. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Prayers for those for whom Christmas time and holiday time is a reminder of things lost who struggle with the mandate of cheer that we sometimes experience, that they might find comfort and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Prayers for those in Ukraine and elsewhere in the world where the coming cold is a real threat to their safety, where winter is more than an inconvenience. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. There are prayers, O oh Lord, that we can speak aloud. And there are prayers that we keep between you and us. There are prayers that we don't even know that we have. So we ask you to search us and know us, O oh God, to find those prayers within us and to hear us as we take a moment for silent prayer. God of the in-between, God of liminal spaces, God of thresholds, God of what was and what is not yet, and even this right here, right now. Give us the wisdom to discern your call. Give us eyes to see what you are doing. Give us the courage to follow your call. Give us voices to tell others about the wonderful things that you are doing in this world. Hear all of these prayers. Answer them in the ways that are best for us at the times that are best for us. Give us the faith to trust that you are always with us, guiding us and upholding us as we walk this path of life. We pray all of these things and more in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, the one who taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. That brings us to the end of worship. As always, if you liked what you heard, it would be really helpful if you could rate and review this podcast and share it with others. That way, more people might hear this podcast and find our other stuff and hear the good news of Jesus Christ and get to know our community here in DeWitt a little bit better 
and maybe even find a community for themselves. If you would like to get to know First Congregational United Church of Christ a little bit better, please pay a visit to our website at uccdewitt.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to reach me, Pastor Chris, you can do that by emailing pastor at uccdewitt.org, and you can send suggestions and ideas for the podcast to podcast at uccdewitt.org. This podcast and all of the ministries of First Congregational United Church of Christ are only possible because people like you support them. So if you enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to consider making a gift to the church, and you can do that easily and securely on our website, uccdewitt.org. Our music includes Funkarama by Kevin McLeod and Gymnopedes numbers one and two by Eric Satie, performed by Kevin McLeod. Thank you again so much for joining us. And with that, go forth living into the call that God has placed on your hearts. Go forth as witnesses to the promise that God has made. Go forth as the body of Christ for a world so in need of love. As we leave this place, O Christ, may we be your arms and your hands, your words and your feet, your very heart in this world so in need of love. May we be your people, rooted in your promise, here and everywhere, now and always. May the blessing of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Mother of us all, be with you now and always. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Amen. Thank you.